Thanks for listening to the weekly Overflow Church podcast. We hope you enjoy this sermon by Jesse Cup. For more information, visit overflowindy.com or visit us on Facebook at Overflow Indy. Good morning, everybody. How are we doing today? We, we were praying for you this morning that, that God would fill you, and, and always include me too, it's not just you, um, fill us with expectancy of, of God showing up, amen? And uh, I don't know if you recognize it or not, but he's already shown up, <laughs> amen? I mean, I was, I've been buzzing in the spirit during this worship time. That was powerful. Come on. And I don't know if you guys, if, you're, if your spirit eyes uh, were open all the way, I hope they were, and still are, um, I, I just, I could feel and, and see from my spirit that we were surrounded by, I, I believe it was that cloud of witnesses of the saints and the angels, just real connected with the throne of God, and, and uh, you know, we are really, we're really cultivating an, an open heavens reality in, in this overflow church family, and we're just going to keep going after that. Amen. It's awesome. Um, I'm not going to actually preach a, an actual message today. We're going to do some other things with with my time. Um, but but before we get into other things, I I wanted to introduce to some of you guys uh, an a, an important couple to me and to this church. Um, some of you already know them, but some of you are new and have not met them. But I want to ask Carlos and Jasmine to stand up real quick. And let's just give them quick love. We love these guys. They, they moved here um, the summer of 2018 um, and were, were part of our church planning team. So they, they've been here for the first couple of years of us doing this. And then uh, they just recently moved to um, which... Dallas, Texas. I, I always get the cities mixed up. Dallas, Texas. I believe they moved there in October, the end of October. So, uh, by the way, Jasmine's mom is the one who designed this awesome background right here. So, yeah. Um, but we just wanted to give you guys love and just say we're so thankful to have you. Um, they're, they're up here for a few days, a couple, almost a couple of weeks. But um, Carlos's birthday, I believe, was Friday. Happy birthday, Carlos. And he was like, he's like, what better way to celebrate my birthday than to be back home, which is right here. All right. So you guys, um, you guys are their family, but they've been a huge part in helping us get this church going and stuff. So we love you. We honor you. Thanks for being here. Um, I, I wanted to take a moment, a few minutes here before we do other things to I want to honor uh, my my pastor, Bill Johnson uh, from from Bethel, Redding, California. Um, something that's strong on his heart and strong on my heart as well, and probably many of you guys. Um, there's a lot of interesting legislation things going on right now in the government, and I, I don't want to get political on you guys by any means, but, but some of the things that's going on have, can have some real severe impacts on, uh, on, our, on our religious freedoms and stuff. And so we're going to watch a video here in a moment. Um, <clears throat> Ken Williams is a, is a friend of mine, and I, I hate to say I forgot the lady's name, uh, but she's on there with them, and they started a ministry called Changed, and the both of them used to be homosexual, 
and but the Lord has radically transformed their lives, and, and they're both, they're going to tell you just a brief about that, but um, they're, they're going to talk to us about a bill that's trying to be passed right now called the Equality Act, and, uh, and, and Bill Johnson and I, we're calling us to attention on this one um, because we, we don't really want to focus on being a, a political-minded people, but, but we also don't want to be part of the silent majority that, that just sits there and lets everything happen to us. Um, we want to do something about it when we can, amen? And so, as a matter of fact, um, I think, I didn't even think about this, but I think we're going to pray about this uh, for a minute before we're done with this part. I'm writing a note to remind me to pray about it. So why don't you guys go ahead and pop that video on and then I'll come right back up here. Hi, we want to let you know about some important legislation that's being considered in Washington, D.C. right now called the Equality Act. The Equality Act focuses on the fair treatment of LGBTQ identifying people. Hi, I'm Ken Williams. I'm Elizabeth Wanning. We're both Bethel pastors and we are the founders of the Changed Movement. We both also have histories of having left LGBTQ behind and have been married to our opposite sex uh, spouses for the last 15 or so years. The reintroduction of the Equality Act should cause us Christians to pause and reflect with Jesus on the needs of those who experience LGBTQ. It's an opportunity to pause, repent, search ourselves. LGBTQ identifying people deserve honor, dignity, and fair treatment in our society. But as the Equality Act stands today, it doesn't actually offer fair treatment. It actually twists the meanings of the words sex and gender in really invasive ways, and it blurs the distinction between male and female, which will have ramifications all throughout culture and through our law. In a misguided effort to support transgender identifying people, this bill actually mandates medical and emotional care in such a way that will force doctors to support treatments against their best medical judgment. And it reverses the Hyde Amendment, which will create a scenario where abortions will now be funded again by the federal government. The Equality Act redefines the word sex in the Civil Rights Bill of 1964 to incorporate gender identity. The effect of that is that it impacts the Title IX protections that we have for women. That would make it possible for a biological male to participate as a transgender woman in women's sports, or to be allowed into a women's shelter, or even to apply for um, loans or subsidies that are um, restricted to women uh, for their advancement in our culture. The Equality Act will also make it much more difficult for people to walk out their faith convictions and biblical convictions by removing RIFRA, which is the Religious Freedom Restoration Act of 1993. So no longer will people be able to have a shield, RIFRA, that's protecting them from the federal government coming in and discriminating against their religious beliefs. So please contact your senator today and tell them that you oppose the Equality Act. Just go to changedmovement.com forward slash take action. Take a few minutes to follow the easy steps that you'll find there. Yeah, so that website changedmovement.com forward slash take action. Um, but on our website, overflowindy.com, we've also put a link on there. So you can just look for the, for the there's a picture in the middle and a button that, that talks about the Equality Act. And it says, your voice matters, okay? And how many of you guys know that, that we get to speak into the things that are going on in our land? Yeah. Amen. And, and I, I personally feel if it's something that, 
uh, that we have the ability to speak on and it feels like it's um, imposing on our, our rights as humans and, and as citizens that um, it can almost be, I would say, irresponsible to not uh, take, a, take a moment and put the word out. Um, this isn't an act of hate or, or we're not, it's not that we're, we're trying to rally um, a fight or anything like that. It's just we want, we want our leaders to know how we actually feel about these things and not just think that, that everybody feels the same way about it and, and then they're, they're not hearing that some people actually don't like it. Amen. You guys all right? I, I tell you, um, this is important, and that's why we're taking a few minutes on this. Um, I'm going to just read a brief summary that's on their website, and, and our website will link you to theirs, and it'll give you instructions on how you can um, how you can actually reach out to your senators and and let them know your thought. It even gives you, if you if you prefer it, a, a way you can copy and paste a text that'll explain it to you. Um, I reached out to our senators and already I quickly heard back from Mike Braun and I was surprised how it was like within two days he he reached back out to me I'm sure it was a canned message but but he's on our side with this thing all right um, I want to read a brief summary of a few things and then I'll then we'll pray and and then we'll um, get drunk again and move off the political stuff all right <clears throat> the Equality Act will make it more difficult for people to walk out their faith in alignment with biblical values by removing essential protections of religious liberty. So that's what he's calling the, the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, is, is explicitly exempted from this. So the RIFRA is how he shortened that, is a tool for people of faith to use as a shield against discrimination by the federal government. So basically, um, the, the act that was put in place to protect churches and ministries and different uh, peoples uh, to protect us uh, from from standing with our convictions, we're not trying to stand against people. We just want to know that we have our our equality and our freedoms too, right? And so, it's not true equality when you take away the rights of some people to try to impose what you think rights should be for other people. It should be that everybody uh, everybody gets freedoms that's that's fair and equal. Does that make sense? So it's not it's called Equality Act, but that's just a phrase that. All right, well, here's what it says. It's a misguided, in a, in a misguided effort to ensure support for transgender identifying people, this bill mandates medical and emotional care in such a way that forces doctors to support treatments against their best medical judgment. And it jeopardizes the Hyde Amendment, which prevents federal funding of abortion. So, so I want to just say this, like we're not even trying to push for um, people of who who are of that persuasion, we're not saying that the, that we should take away their rights. They should have free rights as well as citizens and humans. Not because we agree with it, but it's just it's human rights, okay? But for them to take away the rights of people who have um, convictions that would say I I can't support this in, from me. Does that make sense? We we don't want to take away the, our rights or the doctor's rights or or whoever it could be. The Equality Act redefines the word sex in the Civil Rights Bill of 1964 to incorporate gender identity. This effectively removes Title IX protections for women, making it possible for biological males, transgender identifying women, to compete in women's sports, enter women's shelters, and they didn't say this, they said et cetera, but it would also include 
um, women and men being able to go into women's bathrooms just by saying, well, I'm identifying with being a woman today. So um, there, there's a lot of concerns on this stuff. Um, or apply for grants and subsidies reserved previously for the advancement of biological women. So again, we made it easy for you to find this on our website, overflowindy.com, um, or you can go to the one that they put up. But well, that's, that's ours. So anyway, I want to encourage you. I'm not, I'm not going to pressure you, but I want to invite you uh, to make your voice heard. If, you, if your heart resonates with us, with Bill Johnson and many, many people, that, uh, that this act can actually infringe on the, on the rights of, of people who, who have moral convictions about these things, um, I want to encourage you to go there and find out how you can contact a senator and, and you can email them and let them know, all right? You guys all right on that? All right, I, I know that, what's that? Um, just go to overflowindy.com and find the, the Equality Act button on there and it'll take you right to it. Um, <clears throat> I, don't, I didn't memorize the other one, I'm sorry. All right, well, I, I do want us to pray and if, you, if this bothers you that I'm saying this, I respect you for that, I really do. And, and that's always the awkward thing about being a leader in front of people because um, I, I understand that not everybody's going to be on the same page. And, and I love you and I bless you, um, but, but this is what our, our personal conviction is, is that, is that we want to we get a voice out there because it's not been heard for too long. Amen? All right, let's just pray for a moment. And if, if, you're, if you're in this with me, if you could just stand, that'd be awesome. No, no pressure. If you can't stand or, or you prefer praying from sitting, that's totally cool. But God, <clears throat> we just pray in Jesus' name, Lord, that you will um, protect the freedoms, the, the, the rights and the freedoms of your people. Lord, that we're not standing against any people group by any means. As a matter of fact, Jesus, uh, we, we love them and, and we know that you do. And you died on the cross for everybody, including each people group. And Lord, that you, uh, you don't judge us, Lord God, um, to the point of, of, of condemning us, God. You, you actually see um, the, the things in our hearts, Lord, that, that, re, that hinder us from entering into the fullness of who you created us to be. And so you died on the cross to set us free and to make us whole. So we bless all peoples. But Lord, we also pray, God, that you will protect um, the human rights, Lord God, the, the, the human rights and the religious rights as well, Lord God, that you'll protect us, that we can continue to have the freedoms that we need. And, and Lord, in the midst of this, teach us, Lord, how to love well um, while we don't compromise Lord, that's, a, that's quite a tension in the kingdom, God, but teach us. Jesus, you know how to do it. Show us how to do it, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Now, actually stand back up for a second because I, I, I just want to shift the gear. We don't want to stay uh, focused on politics. Let's just move on. Um, Lord, I just thank you, God, that, that you have opened the heavens in this place. And Lord, that you, that you have come and dwelled in our midst, God, that you inhabit the praises of your people. Lord, you are here, and we love you, and we just turn our attention to you in the name of Jesus, God. We love you, and I ask you to pour the Holy Spirit out on each person, and let us just take a big old drink of the river of living water. In Jesus' name, fill us freshly right now. Amen. All right, now you can sit. 
But if you're getting whacked standing, like, don't stop getting whacked. All right. I want to, I'm, I'm actually going to go through a few announcements right now because there's a, there's a few things coming up that you guys need to know about, and I'm actually giving up sermon time to do some of this stuff. Um, before COVID happened, we, we as a church were really um, setting some things in motion to build momentum in our church family. And, and we were doing some things, and we were taking people on a journey and on a track and stuff and, and different things that we were instituting to give people a place to show up and to, and to progress in our environment. And, uh, and, but, but COVID came. How many of you guys just hate COVID? I do. Um, we we want to we're, – we are – we're accessing momentum redemption, all right? We're, we're, momentum redemption is what we're doing right now. And so um, we, we were building, before COVID, we were, we were creating pathways of progress. And so we were bringing people uh, deeper into the, the overflow family. We were doing trainings in the, in the kingdom culture that we're cultivating in our church. We were training, doing trainings in the gifts of the spirit and, and developing ministry teams. And, and aiming at developing new ministries, even though we haven't got there yet. How many of you guys know that it takes time to build foundation and then to build on the foundation and keep moving forward? I don't want to just be a, a church that just meets for a couple hours on Sunday mornings, and that's what we call Overflow Church. Amen? I want to be a family that, that loves each other and knows each other outside of just the congregational meetings. I want to be a, a people who are who are cultivating a culture of kingdom lifestyle together. How many of you know that culture is not just a person's lifestyle, it's a community's lifestyle? So, so culture, I, I, I've heard it said like this, culture is to community what identity is to the individual. All right, culture is to community what identity is to the individual. And so we want to keep cultivating culture and we want to keep um, creating ways that we're training and equipping and, and raising people up. And um, 2020 really brought a, we, we started the year with great plans to just to move through the year and just keep building momentum. And it got dis- disrupted. All right. Boo. Everybody say boo. boo. But guess what? God has, has saved us through the fire fully intact. Amen. So everybody say yay. Yeah. And now 2021 is the year of redemption of all things that didn't happen in 2020, all right? And, and I believe that 2021 is going to, you know, I, I believe that the devil has really tried hard to, to stop the body of Christ. Um, what, a, what a ridiculous idea that would be from the devil, that, that he would think that he could stop the body of Christ. Are you serious? Ha ha. Let's just laugh in his face right now. Ha 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 ha. And, and uh, but, you know, the Bible says that, that, what, that when, when you catch a thief, that you act, he actually have to pay back sevenfold. And I'm believing that we're going to push in to a sevenfold momentum game, gain this year. All right. So I'm excited about that. Um, I woke up the other morning at 4 a.m. Everybody say boo. <laughs> oh, man, that's been happening to me a lot lately. Way too much. 
Um, but, and I, my soul was burdened with some things, and I, I knew I needed to get up and pray and seek the Lord, and I don't want to be a, a problems-focused person. I want to be a solutions-focused person. Amen? And, and I, I just declare over you that the Lord is helping you become less of a problems-focused person and more of a solutions-focused person. Amen? And so I was just seeking the Lord, and I started whiteboarding in my office, and, uh, and the Lord just started dropping these strategies, these thoughts in my mind about things. And one of the things that was in my heart that was, that was burdening me is that we have, we have kind of two groups of people right here in our church. One group that has been with us for a good while, another group that this is, you're pretty new here, all right? And so, like, I, I just know that if all we're doing is just having church on Sunday mornings, like, it's going to be good, and God's going to for sure show up, so it's actually going to be way more than good. It's powerful, and it has been. It's going to get more powerful. But we've got we've to merge. We've got to get everybody more connected, and we've got to know each other, and, and, and we need to get into each other's lives. And, and now we have a building. We have a place where we can do stuff. And praise God, now we have a place that we can build momentum again. All right? Amen to that? And so I felt like the Lord told me, like, it's urgent that, that we got to do something soon um, just to, uh, to get, each other, get each other acquainted with each other. And so on Wednesday night, you, you can pop this up, on, on April the 28th, that's not this week, but next, at 7 p.m., we're going to just have people come here. It's not going to be a church service. It's going to be a get-to-know-you. It's going to be a night where we're going we're gonna to interact, and, and you're going to get familiar with each other. Anybody excited about that? And, and some of you already know each other, and it's just going to be a great time to fellowship and connect and stuff, and, and we'll do things with intentionality that night. But um, we, I just wanted to create a time for the new people and the, and the older people get to know each other, and let's, let's start merging our hearts and our, our lives together more. Amen? Amen? Anybody else have a value for that? Yeah. I hope so, because God's heart for us is to create healthy family. Healthy family means we're knowing each other, all right? You guys doing okay? Are you sure? Is anybody filled with expectancy of God? Man, some of you are, are stirred up in your faith, and some of you, you just need to wake up. It's already 1134. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm totally joking. All right. Another thing that we're going to do, and I've been feeling an urgency on this one as well, is on May the 2nd at 2 p.m., we're going to do an intro to overflow class. We've never done this before. I'm excited about it. Because in the intro to overflow, this is really, it's, it's going to be for all of you who are newer. And I would say, when I say new, I mean like in the last year, not just last couple of months. All right? In the last year. Um, I, I want to invite you and, and urge you to please come to this if you're able to. Um, those of you who have been around for a while, it'd still be good for you to come too, uh, because you, because a lot of you probably have not had a chance to actually hear from us um, some of our background. This day is going to be a day to kind of introduce you to who we are as a church. It's going to give you an overview of who we are, um, our background, and our, and our tribe and our spiritual covering. We're going to talk to you guys a little bit about where we're coming from, from Bethel Church. 
in Redding, California. And we're, we're going to talk to you about our vision, our church vision, our mission, and our values. We, we want to talk to you about what kind of culture we're trying to create here. So it's going to be a real introductory uh, time to these things. We want to also share with you guys how you can, we, we use the word do the journey with us, all right? We want, to, we want to help you get a little insight on what it means to do the journey with us or a, a pathway to progression because we're, we're, we're wanting to create ways for people to just get more involved in building stones to, to come deeper into the church family and stuff. And I think it'd be real helpful for people just to, to, to be aware of these things because uh, we're not probably... The, the most normal church around Indianapolis, all right? Can anybody agree to that? Or <laughs> Probably not a super normal church, but we want to give you guys kind of an idea of how we're doing things and then ways that you can plug in and grow in our environment, all right? So, that, so if you're able to make it, please mark that down on Sunday, May the 2nd at 2 p.m. That'll give you a chance to go eat Subway or maybe not Shoney's because the line will be too long, I know, for everybody who's trying to rush everybody to eat at Shoney's. I'm joking. They're, they won't have a long line there, I promise. You don't know what Shoney's is? You don't need to know what Shoney's is because you'll never want to eat there. I'm just joking. <laughs> That's my joke restaurant I like to, what's that? Is it as good as Denny's? It's, a, it's probably on par with Denny's. Okay. Maybe a little bit under Denny's, I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm joking. But anyway, um, I'd love for you guys to come. If you've been with us for a good chunk of time and, and you think you could use a refresher on kind of hearing the DNA, I would say this is a DNA class. It's going to help you kind of capture the DNA of, of who we are and who you have the invitation to become with us as a family. You guys all right? They're on, on the website, overflowindy.com. When you scroll down on the main page, you'll see a thing called Equip Classes, and you can clip, click on that, and it's going to tell you about these things I'm telling you about. It'll tell you about that one, and there's a link when you go in there for registration. I'm not requiring registration, but I am requesting it just so we can have a feel for who will be coming. You're definitely welcome to invite people to this. If, they, if you know anybody who's interested in checking Overflow out, I think it would be a real informational time for you. All right? Can I see hands of anybody that sound, that seems interested in coming to that? Woo, woo. I was hoping I wouldn't feel awkward asking you to do it, and I'm standing here looking for any hand. Good. I, I would love for you guys to come. Carlos and Jasmine, I sure am expecting you guys to be here too. I'm just kidding. All right, next one. Um, I want to talk about elements class. We're going to do an elements class. I'm going to show you a video. just want to say welcome to the elements class. We can't highly recommend it enough. My experience at the element class was awesome. I loved the elements class when I took it last year. It answered a bunch of questions I didn't even know I had, which is saying something since I've pretty much been a Christian my whole life. For me, elements came along at a perfect time in my life. Elements class for me was like a series of epiphanies. It was so profound. I learned that God was just so much bigger than I thought he was. Throughout the overflow class, I got so many answers to my questions. It was like God was taking all those threads and pulling them together um, and kind of weaving them into something 
tangible that I could really hang on to finally, kind of like a, a coat of truth to wear around. The first core value you're going to learn is God is good. I think the biggest thing I got out of it was that God is so good. Um, I remember one moment I sat there with tears just running down my face and um, just felt like, oh my gosh, God really is good. Because after decades of serving him, I still wasn't sure sometimes if he was good and um, he is. I learned that I was not a sinner saved by grace, but God loves me and I am his son. I am a prince. I should act as so. We're building a people with strong identity so that we walk out the core values and the kingdom culture among one another. We were not only talking about core values, but we were living them out with other people. That is something new I've never experienced before, the ability to discuss these core values with others so you're all in agreement. What this leads to is better understanding and also a family atmosphere. I also love the family atmosphere there. It was one of those things that helped deepen my faith. It helped me to start to uh, understand who we were as a people. I really developed a lot of friendships with people that I dearly love today uh, in that class. I definitely was reminded of the passion that I have and that God has for getting encouraging words from the Holy Spirit to share with other people uh, about his love for them. And the core value that I appreciated the most was the culture of honor. With an environment like that, uh, God can move in many different ways. Um, we had so many moments with Holy Spirit, fire, laughter, fire tunnels. Most of the nights we would leave completely drunk in the Holy Spirit. He just began to show up in little ways and very intimately um, presented himself toward my love language. And in particular, it, uh, it caused moments of uh, just real joy, uh, moments of joyful tears. And that I can trust the Holy Spirit with my heart. And you can too. Allowed me to just really understand this uh, culture that is the family of overflow. It was just really impactful to my life. So if you have a chance to take the class, do it. I completely recommend it. It was great. If you're thinking about it and you haven't done it yet, go and you'll love it. It'll be great. I say make the investment, take the course. Whether you've been uh, with Christ for a day or 50 years or longer, uh, this class has something for you. Uh, I highly recommend it. I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. Uh, take 25,000. <laughs> Let's give them a hand. That was good. Um, <laughs> yeah. Those of you who've taken elements, was it impactful to you or, or, or not? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And, and did, did you feel like it upgraded your spiritual life? Come on. That's been a real, a real common thing that we've been hearing people say, just how it's impacted their, their walks with God and, and brings people into the, into the family that we're building here 
even more. So um, that's going to start. It's a six-week class um, on Tuesday nights. It's going to start on May the 4th. It'll start at 7 p.m. Um, I'm going to be leading this class, and I'm just going to re read a couple of things real quick. We view this class as an introduction into the culture of overflow. It will help expedite your journey into what we are becoming as a church. Elements will be the foundation upon which you will be able to grow in other ways within the church, including additional trainings and opportunities that will be offered in the future. There will be times of impartation and group discussion along the way. So we're going to be teaching um, the 13 core values that, that we actually have brought from Bethel to make our, our culture. And it comes out of this book, Kingdom Culture, okay, by Dan Farrelly. And so we're going to use um, the information from this book, and we're going to give you a document if you take this class um, that will give you things from this. But if you want to get the book, it will just take it even deeper if you want to push into that. There will be weekly homework assignments. Um, if, you, if you've already taken this class, um, I want to encourage you to consider taking it again for a refresher. And it will be a time of connecting with the community and getting to know some of the newer people. So doing it once is good, but it's just like the Word of God. Like, you know, I think in Indiana there's this culture of, well, I checked that box. I've done it before. I don't need to ever do that one again. I've arrived to this next place. How many of you know in the Word of God you don't arrive? You keep getting progressive revelation. Amen. And that's going to happen with this. I've been through this stuff probably a good five times by now, and I, I get enriched every time. So I just want to encourage people, if you've not been through it, um, you can go to the registration on the website and register for it. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be powerful, um, and I'm excited about it. So I'm going to get more out of it this time around, too. We're going to also do another class starting soon. Um, by the way, registration is required for that one. Uh, the sooner you register, the better, because you're going to get the manual and, and you'll be able to get a head start on your homework on that. So the next one, uh, we're going to do an intro to healing and prophetic class, and I'm excited about this one as well. Seth Tompkins is going to be leading that one. I'm going to be assisting him with it. Um, that's going to start that same week, May the 5th at 7 p.m., and so um, we're, with that one, we're going to be going through this manual, which I highly recommend to anybody who has a heart for prophetic uh, ministry, the prophetic gift. It's called Basic Training for the Prophetic Ministry, and it's written by Chris Vallotton. How many of you guys have, have witnessed just since election season and even post-election season just a lot of chaos in prophetic ministry in America, like high level, just crazy chaos and stuff, and, and I, I just... I, wanna, I just want to see the Lord just refine that stuff, and um, this is it's called Basic Training for the Prophetic Ministry. Um, I, 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 this is a required book in, in our environment if you want to get activated in, in prophetic here. We want to grow a, cult, a culture of the prophetic here, and we're going to keep going after this. But this book really helps bring a healthy perspective, a kingdom, new covenant, Healthy perspective on prophetic ministry. So um, how many of you guys know that we need a healthy new covenant prophetic theology and activation? Two of you? Awesome. <laughs> we're, we're doing good here. This class um, actually 
requires you to have already gone through elements. So if you've not been through elements, um, I want to encourage you to go through it, and then we'll, we'll do this class again. But elements is really a kind of a foundational class that we're going to be building on. So the way we're approaching healing and prophetic, it really needs the foundation of what you get out of elements because we're not, we're not just going to do a how-to prophesy, how-to heal the sick. We're going we're gonna to really train us in how, how to carry a culture of kingdom into the prophetic and into the prophetic and the healing because uh, it's not just about having a gift and wham, bam, be healed. Like we, we want to actually train us as a community how to bring um, our sonship, our daughterhood and the king of kings into these things to know who we are in Christ and who we are together collectively. That, that this is not just a, it's not just a gift, it's a, it's a right of ours. But it's not just a right it's part of our inheritance. Amen? And the more that we understand these things, the more these things are going to be an overflow and a byproduct of our lives rather than just something that we just do. All right? You guys all right? Yeah. Are you sure? Because I'm starting to feel a little awkward up here. All right, so th this class isn't simply a how-to class. It teaches the culture, the belief systems, and the lifestyles and how we approach and minister in the gifts of healing and prophecy. And I want to tell you that, that what we're building here really is going to have a lot of healing and prophecy in it. Um, we, we're just kind of in the, we're in the seed stage with a lot of these things right now, but we're going somewhere with this. Um, so this class is also a part of the pathway um, it, it overflowed to join our ministry teams and future ones that we intend to build. So these are going to be important parts of the, of the progress if that's where your heart, heart is for you. Again, if you've already taken this, I want to encourage you. It's been a good while since we've done it, and, and it's, it could be a refresher for you if you've already taken it. I want to encourage you to consider like retaking these things, and it's a recalibration, and it also help us get connected communally with each other as we're going after these things. There's going to be homework, there's going to be discussions, and there's going to be activations, and it's just going to be a fun time. So, um, yeah, I'm excited about it, and we're going to be watching Bethel healing videos with it as well. So it's going to be this manual and healing videos by Chris Gore and, and Chuck Perry. It's going to be great. Anybody excited about these things? Thanks. That, that makes me feel a little better now. That's good. All right. You're taking it in. You can go to the website, overflowindy.com, to get all this information. Um, scroll down on the main page to find the Equip Classes section, and you click on that, and it'll take you to more information. Um, we, we're asking you to register for these things if you want to do them. Um, each class is, they're, they're both six weeks long, Elements on Tuesday nights, um, Healing and Prophetic Wednesday nights. We good? Did I miss anything important? I'm excited, by the way, for Seth to do this, because Seth walks in healing and prophecy so powerfully, and, and he's going to just bring it with you guys. I'm excited about it. All right, guys, I am seeing the clock, and it's ticking way faster than I anticipated. <laughs> That happens to me a lot. <laughs> we only have a few minutes, and I want to just figure out how to, how to use this time the best. Um, all right. <laughs> Thank you, Lord.
All right, I, I've been doing a series, which I'm, uh, you guys have heard me say this, I'm kind of changing the terminology from series to season because it's been going so long. Usually people do like a four-part series, ha-ha. This is probably, we're probably approaching 10 at this point. But it's called Posturing for the Presence. Posturing for the Presence. Um, last week I, I shared a message called Find God in the Testimony. And how many of you guys know that testimonies are important? Amen. They bring us inheritance. God help me, Jesus. I, I wanted to actually have testimony time today, and I'm already seeing the time. So I'm, I'm like working through this crazy turmoil up here right now. Help me, Lord. Help us all. <laughs> Jesus. Time of God. Oh, my Lord. All right. Yeah, no, I don't because some people are in the in a hurry to get the Shonies. <laughs> I know, Shonies. I, I don't know if anybody likes Shonies. I just joke. Should I switch it to Denny's then to say that? All right, all right, Jesus, what are you doing right now? <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Why don't you guys just turn your, your attention to him for a moment. Alright, I'm just going to take a couple minutes here, on, or a few minutes on something, and then we're going to do some praying. Um, I, I, did a, I did a message last week called Find God in the Testimony. Unfortunately, the recording got destroyed. If anybody's been watching um, online, um, we've been having some uh, some technical difficulties that we've been really working hard to get fixed. Sorry, you who are watching right now. Um, I, I'm hoping. I'm, I don't know if you guys are, who are watching online are experiencing a better quality version now or not. I think we might have hit a breakthrough point on this, but uh, but we'll find out because I'm sure you guys are probably making comments about it, right? Um, please do. I want to know. We we need that because because otherwise we're not aware of it. Find God in the testimony, because God, the, the it says in, in Revelation, the, the spirit of prophecy, or the, sorry, the, the spirit, <laughs> the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And, and in the Old Testament, the word uh, testimony, um, it, it has a lot of connotation about remembrance, about remembering not just what God did, but who he is in what he did, and, and, and knowing that God, it, that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and that he's no respecter of persons, and that if, if what he did before, uh, it shows his nature, it didn't just show a flippant, like, oh, I think I want to do this today. Like, no, it's, he, when he shows up and he does something, this is who I am. This is who I am. This is my heart. And so to know that this is who he is, that this is his nature, and every name that's mentioned in the Bible of God reveals a piece of his nature because he wants us to know who we can believe him to be and how we can expect him to show up in our lives. All right? And so God is, the word testimony means do it again, Lord. If, if you did it before, then it shows who you are. Do it again, Lord. And so testimonies are, are for us to glorify God and to give him praise.
praise and thanksgiving and worship. And they're also to give us faith that we can expect that, that God wants to show up and do it again. All right? And, and one of our core values, that it's the first one that you'll hear in elements class, is, is called God is good. God is good. And he wants to continue to show up in our lives to reveal his goodness to us. How many of you guys have watched the show called The Chosen? If you haven't, please do. <clears throat> I, I delayed watching it because I didn't want to just watch it like some normal TV show. Because usually when I'm watching TV, it's because I'm just in a moment I want to veg. And I, I knew, I watched the first one, I started bawling my eyes out at the end of it. When he set the, the lady free, I think, it was, I think it was Mary, he set her free. And he just, it was, he, he loved himself into her heart. And he, 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 she was actually, she knew herself as someone else because she, was, she had been demon possessed. And she took on a false identity. And Jesus called out who she was. And he loved her in that place. And he called her into who she was. And she got free from demons so powerful. I was bawling my eyes out and she started identifying with who she actually really is. And the next episode, she couldn't even remember herself as the old identity anymore. That's what Jesus does. And so, uh, but, but I, I was, after I saw that one, I saw how deeply it touched me. I didn't want to just watch the show passively like I would watch some other show. And so I, I was trying to wait until I could do it with a spirit. Like I want to, I want to draw on this. And I, I recommend you watch it, um, drawing on the spirit of it. So I, I finally kicked it back in gear this week, and I just watched, I think, episode four. So I'm way behind most of you. Some of you guys are already in season two. And I, I, I'm going to take my time, but I want to just get this stuff. I've been loving it, though. But I was thinking about how Jesus in that video, um, that mo those shows, I was thinking about this morning, and the Lord said to my spirit that some of the qualities that you're seeing in their depiction of Jesus, he said they, they've depicted my character very well. And, and some, of the de, some of the depictions of Jesus' qualities, he's happy, he's peaceful, he's friendly, he's strong, he walks in authority with love. And, and he's non-apologetic. Amen? And he's on a constant mission to minister the kingdom from a friendly, generous, humble heart. That's awesome because it, it, often in that series you, you see that Jesus, he, he's, like, he, he's not just keeping a job and putting it in his 40. Like, he's like, I, I'm on a mission. He, he was with the kids and he's like, well, I'm here because i got to meet a few people. And they're like, well, how, do you have very many friends? He's gotta, he said, I have a few, but I'm soon to have many more. Come on. But the one I watched last night was, was with Peter and, uh, and Peter's heart, his heart towards the Lord. And, and Jesus showed up. It, it was when he was out on the boat and he was trying really hard to catch fish and everything. And, and Peter didn't, he, he was, he's done for the day. He'd been fishing all night, no success. And, and Jesus wanted to come into his boat. And he's, he's about ready to say, no, I, I, I've had a day. And, and Jesus said, I have something for you. I have something for you. And, and it was after Peter allowed him in the boat so he could finish his teaching. 
And then Jesus told him to put it out again, put the net out again. And he starts saying, well, we've tried it all night. But he's like, for you, Lord. Or he didn't say even Lord because he didn't recognize him as that yet. For you, I'll do it again and just to entertain him. And he had no belief in it at all. He, he, was, he, had, he was full of doubts. But, but I love it because when Jesus was saying, I have something for you, Jesus had no doubts about what was getting ready to happen. And Jesus, he just knew. And you could see the joy and the excitement in his face about what the gift was he's about to give to him. It wasn't a wrapped present. It was the very thing that he needed to give him a breakthrough because he was in trouble with the, with, the, with the law because he owed taxes he was behind on. All right? And this is the video. I don't know if the Bible says that. But, and so Peter throws it in there very reluctantly. And before you know it, it the, the fish just fill it. It's so awesome to watch that. And he had to get all his buddies together. And it took all of them to pull in heaps of fish. And they filled the boat. And, and they, the boat almost tipped. And they were just blown away but it keeps flashing over to Jesus watching it and his face is just full of joy because because he's giving him the gift right it wasn't just it wasn't just the gift of fish or, or like just the the night breakthrough he was actually giving him a breakthrough for all his needs because he was under distress because he was about to probably go to prison or have some kind of bad thing happen because he hadn't paid up yet. So Jesus set him free. He didn't just provide. He set him free from distress. But you see in Jesus' face this joy about what he's given to him. It's so awesome. And the thing that's amazing about it was the, the, a miracle came forth for a man who had doubts. He didn't even, he didn't even apply faith to the situation. Jesus is the, is the only one who believed in what was coming. That's pretty wild. That's pretty wild because we, we put pressure on ourselves to muster up faith and to, and to work really hard to get a breakthrough. And, but we need to understand that Jesus, he, he already knows what he's bringing. And he wants it. And he believes for us. Amen. And, and it's, it's, what, what if it's us who make things too hard? <laughs> All right? <laughs> Thank you, Lord. We've been seeing the Lord starting to show up in people's lives, and, and I feel like there's a, a fresh expectancy, a fresh... Um, showing up of God to bring breakthroughs in people's lives. And, and we're, we're seeing it, like it's, it's starting to happen. I mean, it's always been happening, but I just feel like we're in a season where we're on the, we're on the cusp. It's like we're, we're stepping over a threshold into the miraculous power of God just busting forth. And I'm excited about this. And I want to just tell you guys, this is where I'm going to, Go with this because I, I didn't get to do what I was hoping to, but that's because I just gave you guys a, a heck of a load of announcements, which they're going to be good, by the way. Um, uh, my, my, I, just, I just lost an uncle this week at 67 years old. That's not cool. He, he's in Illinois, and that's just not cool. Um, 
he he had a couple of strokes in the last couple of month or last month or so, and then they discovered that he had um, fast producing cancer, and so it may have been a combo of the both. I'm not sure. Possibly the cancer caused the strokes, but but he died just the other day, and I just saw him at Christmas, and and he was so healthy. Like this has happened really fast, and I even remember telling him uh, the just a few moments before. They parted ways to go back home to Illinois. Uh, we were talking about how my dad had passed away. Um, my aunt and her husband and her former husband all passed away. Um, and, and then uh, there's just been too many deaths in my family. And, and I just told Tim and Terry, I said, I said, you guys need to live a long life because we, we need our aunts and uncles. You, you're the last married couple set. Well, now that happened. And, and we, uh, we're praying for the family just for peace and everything, and we're going to be going out there this next weekend for a funeral. But um, I, I just, this morning, I felt like I want to fight back. And, and I felt, when I, when I said that in prayer this morning, the presence of God fell on me, and he said, I'm in that. He said, I'm in that. And I want to fight back, guys. And so we're going to take a few minutes to go after some breakthroughs. Uh, I, I just am not cool with just letting, letting a death be just that. Like, I want to take advantage of, of pushing back. And, and I want to see a sevenfold return on this, at least. So um, thank you, God. I want to go after a few healings. And it's 12.05. And a couple of specific categories I want to, and, and this can be for you or it can be for, um, for someone that you love that, that needs this breakthrough. Um, yeah. I want you to stand if you're able. If you're not able, like just lift your hand up so people know uh, who need a breakthrough for a life-threatening issue or a life-limiting chronic issue. Because I just feel like these things, we just need breakthroughs on it. And, and as a matter of fact, I want somebody to stand in for Julie White for this right now. Um, who's standing? Are you standing for Julie White? Awesome. Why don't you actually come stand right there, okay? And, and if, if, you, if you need a breakthrough or you're standing in for someone who needs a breakthrough for a life-threatening issue or a life-limiting chronic issue, um, just be standing. And I want, uh, I want some other people to gather around them. And we're just going to pray over them for a few minutes. All right. Love you guys. And we'll see you next week. Bless you.